Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. You're on, Philip. Good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome to our Zoom service in the just before Valentine's Day, and of course my message is kind of geared that way, but um, we want to welcome you, and uh, we do have a birthday coming up this week. Lynn Fisher is a year older. We don't know exactly how old she is, but we know she's a year older, so uh, she's, or this week, so she's the only one. The rest of them start uh, next uh, next weekend, um, so we're uh, we're live and uh, we've got uh, a lot to, that has to happen this morning. So let's get right to it. Um, we're reading from, we're call, our call to worship is from 1 Corinthians 13. And of course it's, it's the Valentine weekend. Uh, if I speak with eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm but the, but the creaking rusty gate. If I give all I own to the poor, but don't love, I'm nothing. I'm bankrupt without love. Love never gives up, never forces itself on others. Love always looks for the best. Love never dies. We don't see things clearly. Three things lead us towards God's love. Trust steadily in God, hope unswervingly, Love extravagantly. Let us pray. Gracious God, this morning we give you thanks for this day that you've blessed us with. Another day to serve you. Another day to enjoy your presence in our lives. How we need it, especially in the, during this season. We pray for those who are sick and ask you, Lord, to raise them up. We ask now that you would be with us in every part of our gathering. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Our uh, gathering song, and I'm going to be singing it uh, by myself, <clears throat> but a new commandment I give unto you, <clears throat> that you love one another as I have loved you. A Philip, new... aren't you singing the children's song? Oh, you're singing the new commandment, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Can you put sure. it up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Thank you.
Thank you, Linda, for leading us in worship. I love that chorus, new commandment, I give unto you, love one another. That's what we're called to do. Um, our children's song is one that you probably know very well. It's one of my favorites too, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all of the earth. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all of the earth. Oh, Lord, we praise your name. Oh, Lord, we magnify your name, Prince of Peace. Mighty God, O oh Lord God Almighty. O oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all of the earth. O oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all of the earth. O oh Lord, we praise your name. O oh Lord, we magnify your name, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, O oh Lord God Almighty. Well, the uh, saw the story I have for the children this morning is is one that. Maybe you know, I don't know. How did we even get this thing called Valentine's Day? Well, there was a lot of legends that went on and stories, but the one that probably is, is truer than any of the rest was back in 270 AD, a priest and a man who loved the Lord with all his heart uh, was busy marrying people off so that they wouldn't have to go, so the men would not have to go um, to war. And so they'd be given a reprieve for one year. And, um, and uh, finally Claudius found out that, uh, that the good old uh, Valentine, which was what his name was, uh, was, was doing this on a wholesale basis. He'd have dozens of couples come together and he'd marry them all so that they wouldn't have to go and serve overseas, uh, out to battle with the, uh, with the uh, general of the Roman Empire. Claudius, who was the, um, actually Claudius II, who was the emperor at the time, was furious. Of course, he was also anti-church, anti-Christ, anti-Christian. And uh, so he finally found... Um, uh, that found out about this by one of his of his uh, uh, people uh, who were who actually were went to one of the weddings, and so, anyways, the Claudius until his trial put uh, Valentine into prison, but it wasn't just any prison; it was actually in the home of a noble who took very good care of him and looked after him so much so that when his daughter was sick uh, and was about to die, uh, Valentine prayed for her 
and she was instantaneously healed and all of the family in all of their household came to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Well, at that, Claudius was so mad that he decided he couldn't wait for a trial and so had him beheaded. But before he was beheaded, he sent a little note to the little the young lady who'd, who'd been healed through his prayers. And it said on it, said, I will always be your Valentine. Well, that's where it comes from. I'm told that's the most, that's the most accurate one that we have. There's all kinds of other ones, but according to God's word, according to history, actual history, Claudius beheaded um, the priest and his name was Valentine. Well, I trust that uh, you won't go beheading any Valentines this, this year, but you will take the time to let your mom and dad know that and that you will let your grandmother and grandfather know that they will always be your Valentine and you will always be theirs. And uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, Catherine and I are, are going to see a movie for the first time in, I'm sure, two years. And uh, we're also gonna take in some lunch and um, we're, that's our, Valentine's present to uh, to each other. So we're looking forward to that. It'll be a nice change. But to all of you children, make sure that you let your mom and dad and all of your family know that you'll always be their Valentine. Let us pray for the children. Heavenly Father, thank you for our kids. They are so precious in your sight. They're impression they're even more precious to you than we can possibly imagine or think. So Lord, I pray you'll keep your hand upon them and keep them safe. Lord, protect them and their parents and their schools. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. <clears throat> well, we're going to uh, look to God's word and uh, the prayer is there before you. And it reads something like this and you can join me in it. Prepare our hearts, O God, and test our thoughts, our deeds, and ways we approach the life that you have given us and make us more like you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus came to love. Well, he did. He came to love us all. And a study came out last year. I don't know if you had, had seen it, but it was what by the World Health Organization. And all of us have heard by now of who they are. We don't know exactly who they are, but we know that they have an awful lot to say, have had an awful lot to say during this season of uh, Ad Advent. And, and I'm going to ask Michelle to read the scriptures first, and then I'll go into it because that's what we're zeroing our, our whole, uh, our whole message on is Jesus came to love. I'm going to ask uh, Michelle to read the scriptures from St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 5, verses 12 to 16 and 27 to 32. Morning. Jesus Morning. heals a man. Jesus came to a town where there was a man who had leprosy. When the man saw Jesus, he knelt down to the ground in front of Jesus and begged, Lord, would you have the power to make me well? if only you want to. 
Jesus put his hand on him and said, I want to. Now you are well. At once the man's leprosy disappeared. Jesus told him, don't tell anyone about this, but go and show yourself to the priest. Offer a gift to the priest, just as Moses commanded, and everyone will know that you have been healed. News about Jesus kept spreading. Large crowds came to listen to him teach and to be healed of their diseases. But Jesus would often go to some place where he could be alone and pray. Jesus chooses Levi. Later, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the place for paying taxes. Jesus said to him, come with me. Levi left everything and went with Jesus. In his home, Levi gave a big dinner for Jesus. Many tax collectors and other guests were also there. The Pharisees and some of their teachers of the law of Moses grumbled to Jesus' disciples. Why do you eat and drink with those tax collectors and other sinners? Jesus answered, healthy people don't need a doctor, but sick people do. I didn't come to invite good people to turn to God. I came to invite sinners. Thank you, Michelle. A, a very powerful passage. And I'm going to literally, my three thoughts are love heals a tired soul. Being quiet and prayer restores our our sick minds, our sick bodies, and our sick souls. And the Church of Jesus Christ needs to love extravagantly to understand the last two verses that um, Michelle read. Uh, anyway, we know who the World Health Organization is. Uh, they did a study of people around the world who work 55 hours or more uh, per week compared to those who work 35 to 40 hours per week. Anyway, it, it, it covered all kinds across the board uh, people. And uh, they picked up this data from 1970s to the year 2018. It included workers in 154 countries. And they concluded one thing after they'd done their study, people working 55 hours or more each week face an estimated 35% higher risk of stroke and 18% higher risk of dying from heart disease. Well, there's a lot of people I know who work a whole lot more than that. Uh, our farmers work long, long days and my heart goes out to them all. But this was, this was completed before COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of co companies cut workforces Employees, therefore, had to, some of them had to work uh, longer hours to compensate. We all know that Canada is a nation that uh, works hard. Hard work is in our DNA. A seasoned doctor who was uh, training his latest group of interns in the city of Toronto uh, wrapped up his training by saying, never ask your patients if they feel tired. And one of the students asked, why wouldn't I? Isn't that something we should ask them? And he said, no. And the reason is, is because everybody in this day and age feels tired. You know, he may be right about that. I really appreciated Valerie uh, sending out a, um, a little story about, about the way that we seem to have gone as a society. It was very well done, well written. And uh, the fact is that uh, tired feeling isn't just bone deep, it's spirit deep. 
It goes right down into our spirits. Arthur, uh, author Max Lucata tells a story of a, a man named Joseph Crater. He was a New York Supreme Court justice who disappeared August 1930. During the depression, the beginning of, uh, the, actually at the high point of the depression. And um, he was only 45 years at the time, 45 years old, but most of us, uh, uh, would, would think of that as a very young age. He was in his prime, gone out for dinner with some friends one night and was never heard of after he left the restaurant, never heard of again. Uh, but Justice Crater's disappearance uh, was something that made national news. And uh, he left a check for his wife for a large amount of money and uh, there was a brief note that was attached to it and it simply read, I'm very tired. I love you, Joe. I'm very tired. <clears throat> love you, Joe. I think that though says a lot of where we're at right now as a, as a nation, as a, as a world. A lot of people are tired of COVID-19. A lot of people are tired of all the that's all the, the only thing until this uh, convoy of truckers uh, appeared. That's all we ever heard of. And it, it's depressing. As a matter of fact, I got to the place I didn't even watch the news. I'm just too tired of it. The fact is that love, God's love, Christ's love appears and heals a tired soul. Jesus did it. I'm sure that man that uh, Michelle read about the account of the man with leprosy. I'm sure he was tired of it. Usually lepers got worse and worse and worse and they try to clean it up whatever means they could. And it just kept getting worse. They could not live with their families. Sounds like uh, COVID-19. Some of us haven't seen some members of our family for a while. Maybe we've seen them vice. We're very fortunate to be able to see them through Skype and Zoom and all kinds of other ways, WhatsApp. But a lot of people are tired of it. Oh, we may be coming out of it, but, we, but we've been that, down that road before, haven't we? We have. And so here we are. We realize that Jesus came along and healed that man of leprosy. The man was tired. He encouraged last Sunday, we, we, read, we read about Peter and how that he was tired and fished all night, caught nothing. And then Jesus uses a teaching moment and sends him out, says, go in farther, letting down their nets. It was filled. That relieved his tired soul because he'd been up all night and caught nothing. We've got to understand that life is like that, isn't it? I'll never forget the story of, a, of two men who were part of a, an, a senior's facility and they were, the, uh, the senior's facility was being closed down by social services because of the number of infractions that they had against them. And, um, and uh, so they were gonna have to re relocate 
the last 16 residences that weren't there. The cook and the janitor were the only two that stuck around the rest of the employees. The management said they couldn't afford to pay the employees anymore. And so the, most of them left except two, the cook and the janitor. And they worked tirelessly for three days, 24 hours a day until social services were able to come and take care of them and redeploy them to other places. I often think of those two people, and I, actually I know their name, McGill, McGill uh, Alvarez and uh, Maurice Rowland. They were asked afterwards, why didn't you just leave like the rest? And McGill said, if we left, they wouldn't have anybody. Roland said, I just couldn't see myself going home, even though they weren't my, our family per se, they were kind of like our family for this short period of time. And we did our best. That is healing the soul. Being quiet in prayer restores our sick minds, bodies, and souls. Every time Jesus went on a season of healing and teaching, he went away to re re-energized by the Holy Spirit, the presence of God in his life. And so must we. Being quiet in prayer restores our sick minds, body, and souls. And you will not believe how many times this last little while I've gone by myself and prayed quietly, sometimes, sometimes in tears for the people that, uh, that are not well. I, I think of the uh, this morning of Harvey, he's not doing well. And um, I, my heart just goes out to him. Um, as a matter of fact, the last thing he said to me was, I'm, I'm going fast, I'm slipping fast. That was the words he used, Pastor. I'm slipping fast and I prayed with him. And, uh, but he is deteriorating very quickly. And so we need to pray for Harvey. God is still able to, Restore him, and uh, let's be in prayer, knowing full well, and being able to recognize that God, if he doesn't heal him here, he'll heal him completely and take him home. We recognize that's the better way, but it's hard to lose somebody that we love. I often think of all of these stories and, and, and they're great ones. But I want you to know that everything we do for God makes a difference. The fact is that being quiet in prayer does restore the sick mind. My sick mind has been restored several times. My body and my soul, this, my own spirit has been restored as I spend some time quietly with the Lord. But the church of Jesus Christ needs to understand that we need to learn to take the place of Jesus and love extravagantly. We will never understand the verses that Jesus, the verses that Jesus closes with as he's recruiting Matthew. And Jesus heard there were some murmurings going on. Some were very offended, if you will, but Jesus heard about it and spoke up. Who needs a doctor? The healthy 
or the sick. I'm here inviting outsiders, not insiders, an invitation to a changed life, changed life inside and out. Church of Jesus Christ really needs to get on the bit when it comes to loving extravagantly. And we need to do it fully cognizant of the fact that people who come to church need a doctor. The healthy need a doctor. The sick need a doctor. And I'm here inviting all of us to recognize that we need to go out into the highways and the byways and compel them to come in that Christ's church might be full. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Oh, how precious it is and how rich it is. And we ask you now, Lord, that you'd be with us, that you would guide us as we take time to prepare ourselves for the communion service. May, Lord God, our season with you now be rich. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I'm going to ask Linda to sing with us for us 358. There's a Redeemer, God's own Son. It's number 358 in your inbox. Thank you, Linda. As we go prepare our hearts to go into the uh, communion service, um, let us together, the Apostles' Creed is there um, and you can follow it there, I believe. And so let's together as a people of God, um, join together, affirming our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. 
He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us together, uh, let us get together, go. I'm just trying to find, okay, well, I know it. Uh, and so uh, we'll go to the, we're, uh, to the Lord in prayer and ask him to bless these emblems, these gifts of wine. In bread, and may we receive them with thankful hearts. Let us pray. Gracious God, we come to you today and we know you're God, you're our God. We thank you, Lord, that we have a faith. We thank you, Lord, that you do heal the sick and that you do raise the dead. And Lord, today I ask you to heal our tired souls. As we are quiet before you right now, heal our sick minds our sick bodies, and our sick souls. For we are the church. And Lord, you didn't come to, to bring righteous, to bring the righteous, but sinners to you. You came to heal them. And how our world needs it, especially at this time. We ask that your Holy Spirit will be with us as we gather around your table. We pray that you would bless these gifts. The bread, which speaks of your body, which we are part of, but it was broken for us. And the wine, which symbolizes your shed blood. May both speak to us loudly today. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Paul, as he wrote to the church at Corinth, and we were quoting from chapter 13, but in verse, in chapter 11, we read these words. Paul said to the church, for I have received of the Lord that which I also I give to you, that in the night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, and he took it, and broke it, and said, take, eat, this is my body given for you, do this, remembering me. And in the same way also he took the cup after they had supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant found in my blood for the forgiveness of the sins of many. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death until he returns. Let us receive the bread together as a symbol of his broken body given for me and for you. In the same manner also, he took the cup after they had, had supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant found in my blood for the forgiveness of the sins of many. As often as you do, receive these gifts. Remember me. Let us together receive the gift of wine representing the shed blood of Jesus Christ. 
we're going to pray for the sick now. And um, knowing full well that all of them need our prayers, we're going to name them as there are quite a few of them. We want to remember everyone that are everyone that's on the list, and there may be some that you know of. We're going to give opportunity for that um, as well. Let us pray. Come to you, Father. And as we gather around your table, the symbols of the broken body, your broken body given for us and your shed blood. The wine representing your shed blood. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the provisions that your covenant with your people have given us privilege to. We are privileged people. And we come to you with a lot of people who need our prayers. We think, Lord, of Shannon Barr, Crystal Brady. She had a positive test, and we give you thanks. Ken Crane, Kate DeWitt, a little life, so little. She's having, I understand, surgery, Lord, soon. Lord, we pray that you'd be with her and the family. We think of Mary Lou Harvey, Harvey Jackson, Pearl Killenbeck. Sylvia Lynch, Betty Nealon, Lisa Nealon, Michael Nealon, Rob Patterson, Matthew Rue, Earl Sargent, Stan Sargent. We pray for those in retirement homes. And right now, I ask you in the name of Jesus to visit every one of them, not only with your presence, but your healing power and touch every life. Our seniors, Lord, we think of Judith and Isabel, Fran, Norma, Lois and Danny, Donna and Lori. We think of Barb, Lord, who is recovering, but she still needs your healing presence. We give you thanks for the healing that has occurred. We thank you for Janice, who we've been praying for. And Lord, the results after the surgery were impressive. They were beyond impressive. You healed her. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for all the others that are going to be healed. And we ask you right now, Lord, to calm their spirits. May they be still and know that you are God. And now, Lord, as we think of all those that we have close to our hearts, we ask as we pause, Lord, that you would visit every need that is on our individual hearts. And as we remember them now, hear our prayers and answer us. Now, Lord, we close our service giving you thanks for answered prayer on all of the people that we presented to you. We, we can't do it. We don't know what we can do. All we can offer words of encouragement, but Lord, most of all, we know that you are healing God and we ask you to release your healing presence and power into the lives and hearts and spirits of everyone of God's people. Because we ask it all in the precious name of Jesus who taught us to pray. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. As we close our service, we're closing with a song that actually David Barr asked us to sing. Number 592, I the Lord of Seas and Sky. Can you pull it up? Two verses? Yeah. Okay. Five ninety two. trust that you've enjoyed the service today and it sure has been a pleasure seeing you all and um, next Sunday we start our services again we will also be uh, looking to start services in McDonald's Corners as well uh, at some point in the future and uh, but right now you'll be continuing to get Zoom every Sunday 
So uh, keep that in mind. If you're not able to come out, that's okay. We uh, will continue to have the Zoom service so that you can be a part of this, uh, of our gathering. And now, Lord, may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit rest on each one of our people, wherever they may be. May they know your peace, your joy, and your healing of their tired souls. Amen. All right, you can, uh, you can say farewell to everybody. <laughs> Have a great week, Philip. Thank you very much. I think that's Amelia. It is. Right. Good morning. Nice to have you. God bless. Thank you. Good morning. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes, thank you, Philip. And goodbye, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you. You too. Thank you, thank you Ruth. Bye okay. for now. Bye-bye. Enjoy life in Leonard County. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Long way away. <laughs> Enjoy the sunshine today. It is nice. Yes, it is yeah. nice. God bless everyone. Goodbye. Yeah, bye bye. Take bye. care. Thank you. Yeah. Bye bye. God bless you. Thank you, everyone. Michelle, David, Elaine, Linda. Thank you all for your help today. We'll, we'll see you in person next week. You will. In the flesh. In the flesh. Bye now. Take Bye. care. Bye. 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 Philip, do you have any more daily bread? Oh, yes. I'll be bringing them. I have them all. I'll be bringing them uh, next Sunday. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll uh, actually, uh, as of uh, the next one, the fall one i'll be uh, i'll be transferring that to uh, i guess you linda <laughs> and you can you can dole them out so i'll have one more after this and then uh, after that i'll be um, they'll be delivered to you if that's okay we can talk about it okay <laughs> all right god bless bye <laughs> have a good week guys Okay. You too, David. God bless. God bless. Dave, are you, Dave, are you going to bring any masks next week? Am I? Yeah. You I said have. you had some N95 masks. I have some. Would I'm... you bring me one? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd like one too because uh, there's no way of getting the, the masks unless I go and buy one and I'd don't really want to do that if I don't have to. We, 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 I don't imagine we're, we're, we're going to be too long doing this. I could be wrong, but anyway. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like one too, David, if you could. Okay. You Fran, would. nice to you, see you. Yeah, you prefer to have one of those over a shield? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's just... For an extended length of time, you might find it hard to, to breathe after a while. Yeah. Well, I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. Very good. Have a good yeah. Have a good week, guys.
You too. Happy right. Valentine's Day. Yeah, Bye. Thank you. you as well. Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon, and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are.